You are anxious and troubled about many things, but one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen the good portion which will not be taken away from her. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. These two women from, from Bethany, which is near Jerusalem, did the right thing when Jesus came. They showed him hospitality. It's no coincidence that you heard assigned today as well the Old Testament reading where Abraham was visited by the Lord, appearing as three men, and not knowing who they were, but knowing they were guests, he rightly showed them the same kind of hospitality. Both Old Testament scriptures and its New, Ter- New Testament interpretation commend to us the Christian vocation of showing hospitality to the stranger. The writer to the Hebrews says it explicitly. Do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers, for, for thereby some have entertained angels unawares. Do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unawares. No doubt having that story from that we heard today uh, of Abraham and his visit. The Apostle Peter also says, show hospitality to one another without grumbling. St. Paul says in Romans 12, contribute to the needs of the saints and seek to show hospitality. Paul also says to Titus, be hospitable, a lover of good, self-controlled, upright, holy, and disciplined. And he says to his other pastor in training, Timothy, Therefore, an overseer must be above reproach, the husband of one wife, sober-minded, self-controlled, respectable, hospitable, able to teach. And he even reminds Timothy of his, um, of his mother, or grandmother, when he says, And having a reputation for good works, if she has brought up children, has shown hospitality, has washed the feet of the saints, has cared for the afflicted, and has devoted herself to every good work. So, Mary and Martha had the right idea about showing hospitality to Jesus. But what's the point? Because Jesus seems to turn it upside down. Well, he would have us remember not to be so distracted and concerned about doing good that we neglect what is most important, namely to sit at the feet of Jesus and to hear the word of God. Of course, this is a perennial challenge for those of us in the church. There's always more work to be done than there are people to do it. And so we can become quite busy doing all the sorts of friendly, hospitable, charitable, indeed respectable things for one another, for our community, and for our congregation. And then at the same time, be so wrapped up in the things that we are doing, that we neglect the reason we're here in the first place, to sit at the feet of Jesus and to hear the word of God. So the problem is confronting Martha. Isn't she doing the proper thing? Showing hospitality, not just to anyone, but in this case, to the Son of Man, who 
earlier we had heard has no place to rest his head. No one had shown hospitality to him in the way that Martha did. And by receiving Jesus, isn't she receiving him who Jesus sent? That is God the Father. We have to think about what's happening here in Luke's Gospel in its broader context. And we've been reading through it over the last few weeks in our daily prayer. The instruction or the catechesis that Luke is seeking to accomplish. One of the central themes in Luke's Gospel is what you might call table fellowship. Jesus' ta- table fellowship. Jesus eats and he teaches and that's how you are in the presence of Jesus. He comes into your presence with teaching and eating. Of course, you can hear how Luke would set that as the pattern then for the church, especially as he articulates in the book of Acts, chapter 2. So we have a wandering teacher, a rabbi, and you would show hospitality to them in a number of ways. One certainly would provide them the food that is essential for them. We've seen this as Jesus sent out the 12 back in chapter 10, earlier in chapter 10, and as he also sent out the 70 or the 72. But the most fundamental part of hospitality, according to Luke chapter 10, not only this story, but the story of the 72 and the 12, is that when a wandering missionary comes your way, you receive them first and foremost by hearing the preaching of the kingdom of God. As a matter of fact, Jesus said to them, even if they feed you, if they will not receive the message that I send you with that brings peace, namely the forgiveness of sins, shake the dust off your feet and move on to a house, a congregation that will receive that message, regardless of whether they take care of your body. We might also think of back in chapter 8, the parable of the sower. And it seems that Mary understands the thrust of that story. Remember, the good seed is the one that is sown upon a noble and good heart that receives it with thanksgiving. And so here she is, this Mary of Bethany, who's included along with Jesus' mother and brothers, who hear the word of God and keep it. Of course, remember, when Jesus told that story of the parable back in chapter 8, he said, Therefore, take care how you hear. For he who has, it will be given to him. And he who has not, even what he thinks he has, will be taken away from him. As we just sang, it's the one thing needful that Jesus came to bring. And really, the question is, who is the one showing hospitality in our story? It's Jesus who comes and makes his home with us, who is hospitable to us first. Of course, you can think of the church as your home, and here it is Jesus coming to you and you sitting at his feet as he catechizes you with the word of God. And then slowly you are given to show hospitality to one another, having faithfully received the word of God. That's how it's been presented in Luke's gospel from the beginning. First, Jesus comes and he calls the disciples to himself, Then he teaches them, he eats with them, and then they, in turn, show hospitality to one another. For example, feeding the 5,000 on the mountain. The meal with Mary and Martha then emphasizes 
not so much what we do when a guest comes to our door, but really the significance of the catechesis of Jesus, which is coupled with him coming into our home and eating with us. What is the good portion that Mary had that cannot be taken away but the teaching of Jesus, his word? So maybe the issue could be better said this way, whether one is first to serve the Lord or first to be served by him. That's really an important question, actually, for us as Christians because it affects how we think about our whole life together here in this congregation, and especially as we approach Jesus here in divine service. Is it our service to God, or is it God's service to us? First and foremost, Mary has the right theology of worship or of liturgy. She sees that first it is Jesus bringing us to him. He has called us by the gospel and enlightened us with his gifts. And so she sits at the feet of Jesus to receive divine service from him. Instead of trying to serve Jesus first, to do all sorts of maybe important or maybe not so important things on behalf of our neighbors, on behalf of the congregation or the school or the community, instead of doing any of that first, she allows Jesus first to serve him, her, with his gifts. So what hospitality looks like in the church is first to be expressed in the faith of receiving the, God's word. And there, also the gifts are to be found, the gifts that he has established. And then, after receiving the gifts, there's a time for an expression of hospitality in response, both to God and toward our neighbor. But first must come the reception of faith of the preaching of the kingdom. So this was all written for your benefit. And Luke actually told us as much right away in his first chapter in the prologue to the gospel. He writes to an, un, well, an unknown character named Theophilus. Uh, Theophilus actually is just translated lover of God. He was writing to you. You are the catechumen whom Jesus comes and preaches to, who teaches, who delivers his word, that saving word of forgiveness which he purchased and won for you on the cross. And you, like Mary, then, are the catechumen who rightly understands this catechesis, this teaching of Jesus. The story of Mary Martha then shows that when the kingdom of God is near, as it is for you tonight, one must choose the portion that is good in the absolute sense, good above anything else. That is, of course, receiving from Jesus his word and his gifts. The posture in which one receives Jesus' divine service is not the busyness of human doing, but rather it's the stillness of listening to the words of Jesus. Mary shows us the highest treasure, and she shows us the highest worship, which is faithful hearing of God's word. May God grant us the same such faith. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We thank you for listening to this podcast from St. John Evangelical Lutheran Church Sherman Center in Random Lake, Wisconsin. 
If this podcast is of benefit to you, please consider supporting the work of St. John by visiting stjohnrandomlake.org, that's stjohnrandomlake.org, slash support, and give today.